With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is an exclusive presentation of News Radio KMAN, your home for K State Athletics. It's game time. This is the game on News Radio KMAN. All aboard! I don't know if I did it as good as Wyatt. (laughs) But 15 cats have signed national letters of intent, and they are on board on becoming officially K-State Wildcats for the 2024 recruiting class. And K-State Nation, welcome to the game. 2024 K-State football recruiting special. The whole show is about K-State football recruiting. 2024 cats, 15. That is 13 high school players two JUCOs this is not including those that K-State will pick up out of other D1 schools for uh for the 2024 class out of the transfer portal right that'll the, be another day the, this is strictly the young men that have graduated or will be graduating high school and JUCO well uh Alcorn Crowder had just one year that's true at the Juco level but anyway he's still a Juco transfer and he comes in with three years of eligibility remaining and yesterday we talked about him Oof. and how high I am on that guy that is a in my opinion and we'll talk more about it a little bit later on but as a play right away type of talent at least in my opinion I don't know we'll have to ask Taylor Bratt in mm-hmm. hour number two the director of K-State football recruiting. Will join us for a couple of segments in hour number two. Um, also, here in our first hour, we're going to talk a lot about the offensive players uh, because you know if you just you know K State focusing on all right our needs with the seniors leaving, what do we need? And of course, K State caught by a few surprises. They you know they've done what they've needed to do to fill a couple of those holes as well, but there are. Obviously, like the offensive line, that was a big need for this football recruiting class out of the high school ranks. And boy, did they do a good job of picking up four really solid high school signees. And two of them are from the state of Kansas. And one of them might just be the top dog in this year's recruiting class. So I think it's fair to say two straight years, your best player in the class potentially is from the state of Kansas. He was off and on. According to a couple of recruiting sources, the number one player in the state of Kansas that has changed over the months, weeks, 
uh, between like three or four different players, depending on the on the source you use. But Caden Massey's uncle is going to be on the show today. But he's not just an uncle to Caden Massey. He's also his head coach uh-huh. at Linden High School. So we're talking eight-man football mm-hmm. to K-State Big 12 football. And what a journey I think that is going to be for us K-State fans. Because I truly believe like any of these four guys, it could be all of them, it could be some of them, but I'm, I would guarantee at least Cade Massey and I'm sure a few others out of this class will be the real deal sooner or later for K-State football. A lot of defense coming up in hour number two as well, uh, but uh, the uncle of Cade Massey is Michael Massey. No, he does not play for the okay. Royals. All right. Just money to double verify. It is not that Michael Massey, <laughs> but he is the coach of the Tigers at Linden High School, which is south of Topeka, mm-hmm. and they just won the eight-man Division One state championship against Wichita County, and they just blew out the competition throughout the state playoffs. So we will talk to the head coach of Linden High School, Michael Massey, here in this first hour as well. I said all aboard because the uh, the theme of this year's class when it comes to all the graphics on social media, even some of the um, things that were used in the Veneer Football Complex to like keep track of everybody signing, uh, they were all uh, they all got their train tickets, so to speak. They were put on a board for us media to look at earlier today, and this is also the graphic that was tweeted out, uh, the video that was tweeted out earlier today for every player. That's signed. Train into the mountains. Oh, Wyatt Thompson with the all aboard. And then it goes into, and it reminds me of one of the old, uh, you know, the train intros at the bill. Yes. You know, for during Crazy Train, and they would show old highlights on the actual train cars. I don't know how long that's been, but it used to be, I mean, there was a good few years that they were doing that. Of course, the train video has always been a part of K-State football entrances during the Bill Snyder era, and so uh, that's been a theme for the uh, every player. The highlights of those players are shown on the train cars, uh, kind of in the middle of the video. So it's a really cool one. Um, if you go to newsradiokman.com right now, you can check out a bio and every player's uh, Numbers. I say numbers like we're talking height, weight, where they're from, also individual numbers from their senior year and or mm-hmm. you know uh, their careers at their high schools or at the JUCO ranks. That's at NewsRadioKMAN.com. Plus, we also added on to the story every one of those videos that K-State football tweeted out. We also included it in the article as well. So it's really cool stuff. So let's get to it. Let's get to our first player And this first player should surprise nobody because this has been a huge part of this class. And I understand that some might have worried that uh, with Colin Klein leaving, this individual might be thinking twice about coming to K-State. Not the issue whatsoever. Taylor Bratt, Chris Kleiman, they made the trip out to Erie, Colorado to have a chat with Blake Barnett. Quarterback 6'2", 205. He's a three-star signee out of Erie, Colorado. Four stars, according to rivals, and I mean, it it truly felt like K-State the whole time, but got offers from Colorado, KU, Washington, Oregon State. He is rated the top overall player in the state of Colorado for the class of 2024 for rivals. And in being a kid from who drew that interest from Colorado, literally lives 30 minutes 
from Folsom Field, roughly. So not a very uh, long reach for the Buffs to try and keep him in state, but they were behind in trying to get to him. He's a three-time first-team All-State player at, for the by, uh, named by the Colorado High School Activities Association, Class 4A Player of the Year as a senior. He played 43 total games for the Tigers in a 36-7 and record, won a state championship his senior year. He broke the Colorado State record for overall touchdowns with 159, the previous record held by current San Francisco 49ers running back Christian McCaffrey with 141. In his career, he passed for 7,518 yards and 88 touchdowns. And then also, by the way, he can also run the football. Mm -hmm. And he is a hell of a runner. We'll get to some of those numbers here in just a second. But 3,400 yards running and 68 more touchdowns in his prep career. Unbelievable High school career, and by the way, when he was a sophomore, one of his linemen, John Pastore, who Mm -hmm. is currently on the roster for K-State, who is a future K-State lineman uh, here in the near future. Now, when it comes to his ability of running, he's also very good at track and field. State championships in the 100-meter and the 4x200-meter dash, the 200-meter run is not an easy run. I mean that, especially when you're in a meter dash, in a in a dash like that, that is high competition. So this kid knows how to run. He's got a motor. He's got gas in the tank. Also a letter winner in basketball. So I bet the guy's got some hops, mm-hmm. don't you think? I was just looking over the numbers from Erie's schedule this year. They went 13 and one. The one loss was to a Vanguard team out of Florida, and they put up 20 points in that game. They were held to no fewer than 35 points in any game until they got to the state semis when they won 25-22 over Montrose and then a 20-6 winner over Palmer Ridge in the finals where he literally was at a point where he almost could not walk off the field at the end of the game because he had left everything out there. Yep, rolled up ankle. I mean, I'll let Chris Kleiman even tell you, Blake Barnett is a competitor. I love his ability. Oh, hold on just a second. Had the uh, had two videos playing here at once. Let's get this right. We won't do that again. Here we go. I love his ability to run the football is one thing. He throws the ball exceptionally well, and he's smart, and he knows how to lead. They won a state championship, and they had a tough road. And every game, and he played this last game on, on a turned ankle, and he found a way. And that competitiveness is something that really attracted us to Avery, too. Guys that love to compete are going to be really good quarterbacks, and um, that's one of the things that Blake really loves to do. Do you remember one of the uh, last conversations we had with D.Y. about Blake Barnett? This was a little while back. Okay. But we brought we talked about something specifically. Blake Barnett's speed, because we brought up that he's a track runner. Right. Mm-hmm. And D.Y. mentioned that he had like a 10.7 100-yard dash time. That's really good. Mm-hmm. That could be faster than Avery Johnson. So we have two quarterbacks <laughs> that are going to be extremely fast. Not quite sure who's faster than the other. We might actually have to have a race at some point. Now, right. I will say, you know, Blake, you know, he doesn't have like the strongest arm in the world. I, you know, Avery will have that advantage. Avery's the starting quarterback, and Blake Barnett will be coming in as a competitor for that second string spot, which would be super fascinating. Sophomore, then a freshman backing you up. And I mean, in case it's going to have to be 
you know, I, I would imagine Jacob Knuth will be – Coach didn't want to talk about this quite right. yet. He did hint at it that guys have been put on scholarship that were previous walk-ons mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. I would imagine Jacob Knuth is going to be one that's put on scholarship. Cats maybe go after another uh, quarterback potentially in the portal for competing for that second string spot. But Barnett is so accurate, and that's what I noticed on his tape. And that is his accuracy from all levels, downfield, short stuff. I mean, didn't see much on the film where he's undershooting anybody or or throwing at ankles. He's throwing to hands. He's throwing to numbers. Mm-hmm. So the accuracy is what stood out the most. And, of course, he's got the takeoff speed, the burst when he sees the hole. That is a quarterback like Avery that can run the football. And a great thing about Barnett is he's going to be here in the spring. Soaking in information, getting around uh, our quarterbacks, getting around our wide receivers, getting around you know the GAs and QCs when we're on the road um, to just learn what we're doing offensively. Um, and the fact that uh, when we do a seven-on-seven and the players organize and run a seven-on-seven in whatever, January or February, he's not standing there because there's five quarterbacks or six quarterbacks he's going to take reps. And uh, so he's going to he's going to get thrown to the fire right away. And by the way, what also is impressive about Blake Barnett is, if you haven't heard, it's 4A football. He played both ways. He played defense every single game. Mm-hmm. And not just a competitor at quarterback, the dude can light some guys up at safety. Yeah, 4A is in the equivalent to 4A in Kansas. Um, 6A, 5A goes from there. Uh, you get the idea. But matched up against uh, Colin Klein's Alma mater in Loveland, same conference. Uh, had Windsor, which is a solid club. They went ten and three this year, and smoked them forty to eight. I mean, he's he definitely has the tools to be able to put a team on his back. And you know, as I look at their scores, it's like Manhattan High rolling through teams, or Wamigo in foray. You would say, except for the difference being that he played both ways, where uh, you've only got a handful of those guys that do that for a Wamigo. So Blake Barnett will be one of – I lost my uh, notes here uh, – one of nine that will be here in the spring. So they're going to be here actually probably pretty soon and get ready for this next semester of school. And then they'll be mixed in with all the spring competition, all the spring practices. You know, the only thing is at quarterback, now you don't have a veteran on your roster. Like you don't have what Will had for a while, and that's to learn under Skylar Thompson right. and – and a little bit under Adrian Martinez, and then Will became the guy, and and I'm sure Avery learned so much from Will, but now it's you got a lot of young quarterbacks on the roster, and I know Jacob Knuth has been on a roster last year. He's been on one this year. Now he'll be, you know, school-wise, schoolwork-wise, he's an upperclassman, but he also hasn't played a snap. So a lot of inexperience, mm-hmm. but you already know your first-ring guys. It's just not, as a sponge, you're not learning from, you know, the other quarterbacks, you're learning. You're, it's mostly from the coaches. Yeah, and now it's going to be learning it in game action, and being that number one guy, taking those number one reps. That's where you have a bit of an advantage in the fact that you've got the bowl game if you're Avery Johnson, yep. because now you've got those practices behind you or getting those practices behind you, and that will help. But. You know, learning on the fly is always a, an adventure, and K-State doesn't have something to fall back on in terms of experience, at least uh, going into next year right now. It's not like, you know, Avery can be a, you know, he, a teacher as well in a way. Like, he has his self-experiences as well, 
a lot of great experiences, but he's also still learning quite a bit as well as he'll get his first start against the NC State Wolfpack in the Pop-Tarts Bowl on December 28th. We take our first break in the game, 2024 K-State Football Recruiting Special. When we come back, we talk a very solid group of offensive linemen that have signed their national letters of intent for the 2024 class. And we'll speak with the head coach of Caden Massey, who might be the best player in the class out of the high school portion of the class. We'll talk to his head coach and uncle, Michael Massey, the head coach of the Linden Tigers, next on the game. We're back in the game. Mitch Fortner, Trey Coverdale. Travion Berkland wearing a Kiss hoodie today. And guess who decided to join us? David G. David G, you are late for work. Two demerits. You know what you want to know why? I was defending the honor of the show. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was defending the honor. My uncle was like, oh yeah. Oh, man, Troy and Mitch and Travion, those guys are idiots. And Owen, he's stupid, too. And you guys, none of you know what you're talking about. I go, why don't you say it to my face? And he got up like he was going to say something, and I, I tackled him. And I kind of pinned him. Kind of like I've been watching UFC a lot, so I kind of like put a Kimura on him. <laughs> I was and about then, to just go, so you pancaked him, and, but it went yeah, further pan- than that. Yeah, I pancaked him. I pancaked him and put a little syrup on it. And I twisted him around, you know, kind of. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I waited until I heard, and I heard I made him say uncle, and he's an uncle. So yeah. that's a double whammy. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, I'm sorry. And I was like, yeah, don't say it again, you idiot. Sorry, you like, say oh, uncle, uncle. Yeah. 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 Fancy. And he was like, well done. Oh, that's funny. And I was like, turn it a little, a little harder. I yeah. see. Is he all right? No. Okay. It's a really serious situation. We're you, back you on ran him to the chiropractor, I hope. I don't know. We're back on the K-State Football 2024 Football Recruiting Special. Director of Football uh, Recruiting, Taylor Bratt, will join us in hour number two for a couple of segments. From quarterback, we go to offensive linemen, which according to Chris Kleiman earlier today, was the biggest need of the team. You know, we're losing all those offensive linemen. That was why it was so important for us to continue to develop. Offensive line is is a position that you need to have guys in the program. Um, you know, you'll occasionally get the uh, the transfer uh, to come in and help you. But we're trying to continue to develop that. And Coach Riley, I think, is the best offensive line coach in the country, and he's continued to develop guys um, that we have the next group waiting in the wings. So, um, not anything other than um, some of the key need areas we had. With the four they pick up, Gus Hawkins, who was the first commit of the class, Caden Massey, who I think is just an absolute beast, even though, even though he played eight-man. I mean, making the trans transition from eight-man to K-State and Big 12 football will be interesting to watch that play out. But Kyle Rockers and, and Ryan Howard, the younger brother of Will Howard, this is a class of dudes for real. And the offensive linemen, it, the, the group, the room for Connor Riley is set. I mean, you are so set for the future if they develop 
into the guys we expect him to be. I mean, you're set for this this next upcoming season, you would think, with uh, and, you, and how good they are if they're from good to elite. No, not sure yet. But Easton Kilty is going to transfer in from North Dakota. You have Carver Willis, who got so much experience this past year and got way better, way better. Uh, Taylor Portier, Hadley Panzer, Andrew Lane Gang, uh, Drake Beckwith, John Pastore will all be in the mix. And then last year's class with Camden Beebe, Devin Voss, who has that Ric Flair 1980s hair, mm. Jackson Fulmer in there as well. But Hawkins, Massey, I mean, Rockers and Howard, I would not be shocked down the road if these guys all started next to each other at some point in, in their K-State careers. Right on. I mean, this is just from talent of all four. I mean, to me, other than a little bit of size, I, I don't see a ton that like, okay, well, this guy is really good at this. you know, And this person drops off a little bit, but they're still good. I, I don't see that kind of dialogue. I can't say anything like that. That would be true. I, I just don't see that kind of difference. The, these four are that good. So, again, here are the uh, four linemen that have uh, signed with K-State. Gus Hawkins, O-lineman, 6'7", 270, four stars. He is receiving four stars from two uh, recruiting sources out of Shawnee, Kansas. Mill Valley kid. Of course, Mill Valley is is very good, and he'll come in to play some tackle. And um, the uh, the offers list, I mean, my God. Uh, Nebraska, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Oregon, TCU, Michigan, Ole Miss. But he is a cat, and he was the first cat to say, hey, I want to be with K-State. 245th best overall player for the class of 2024. Um, He was voted top 11 team among all classes in the state of Kansas and an all-state honoree by the Kansas Football Coaches Association. One of the best players, of course, in the state of Kansas. And the guy is a pass protector and you're going to hear this a lot from these guys great feet they move so well this group with their feet and that's obviously a pretty key piece to being a good tackle when you're in pass protection you got to move your feet I mean when you're right run blocking as well you got to move your feet but that's more leverage that's more lower your shoulder use your hands and of course when you're pass protecting you're popping guys you're shoving your hands up into their pits or whatever and you're blocking but when you can move and be a mauler, those are so great characteristics. Ryan Howard, offensive lineman, 6'7", 315, three stars, Downingtown, Pennsylvania, out of Downingtown West High. Um, of course, with him being Will Howard's younger brother, there is, I, I guess, a slight concern that, okay, Will's leaving. What is his idea? What does he want to do? Is he thinking about now no longer committing, maybe going somewhere else? That's not what happened. I'll let Coach Kleiman talk about Ryan Howard. Ryan's on his own journey, and that's what I've appreciated about Ryan through this entire process, even coming here in, in, the, in the summer when he came on his official visit of, of, Ryan, this is your journey. This is your story, and you've got to write your own story, and we're not recruiting you because of your brother. We're recruiting you because of Ryan. I think that was the most important thing from the start to sell on him. He has loved K-State since the first time he came here and and had a lunch with President Myers when he was in about eighth grade, that it was the right fit for him. And it's so cool to watch these offensive linemen that we have signed. Man, they're best of friends already. And they've really helped each other stay committed and stay together. Uh, And he's got a tremendous relationship with Coach Riley. He's another one of those guys that will run block the heck for you. He's got great foot speed. 
Now, Kyle Rockers, and he has the last name that looks like Rakers. It's Rockers, even better. Yeah. Offensive lineman, 6'4", 293 stars out of Norwalk, Iowa, out of Dowling Catholic. He had a bunch of Power 5 offers, including Missouri, Nebraska, Oklahoma State, KU, Iowa State, a lot of local teams, but he ends up picking the Cats. Um, rated the 71st best offensive guard nationally by ESPN, 10th best overall prospect out of state of Iowa. Downing, uh, Dowling Catholic was so good at running the football this last year, and he was the leader of that offensive line. Uh, and again, you're talking about a guy that has pure athleticism. He is a first-level pop, second-level – I say first-level pop. He's first-level pop. Second level hit, as in he'll like you'll see in run plays, you'll pop a guy, get to the next level, and really seal off a linebacker. He does it quickly, and I like the athleticism of him getting up the field and uh, very light on his feet. Again, I go back, I keep going back to the feet. These guys yeah. move so well with their feet. And then there's Cade Massey, offensive lineman, six eight. 270 pounds, three stars out of Linden, Kansas. He'll move from eight-man to Big 12 football. He received four stars from 24-7 sports. Um, He took four visits to K-State. He was very active in visiting Manhattan. 29th best offensive tackle in the nation by the class of 2024 for 24-7 sports. He's been off and on like rated the best player in the state of Kansas by multiple recruiting sources. He has been in the top four for pretty much the entire time as K-State has signed four of the top eight players in the state of Kansas. Again, very light on his feet. He is, in my opinion, the best lineman in the class. And that's just my personal opinion. Just by watching the film, what they do well, the way they move. I just see Massey a little bit more smooth in both the run blocking and the pass protection. He will scoot out and seal off a, off a tackle so well. He moves so well. And he is going to grow, and he has already shown that growth his senior year with his body. He is just ha- – the potential of this kid is through the roof. I think at the end of the day – this is my favorite recruit um, for this class. K-State's Chris Kleiman talks about Massey from 8-man to K-State. It's always a transition coming from small school, uh, playing 8-man football, uh, and coming here. Uh, but Caden's a really athletic guy. You, know, you watch him play basketball, run track. He, he's a really smart kid. There's a transition for sure. Uh, we're excited because he doesn't have to come in and say, man, I'm going to be a starter on day one. He's going to learn and develop. And we had a kid that uh, we had up north, a kid by the name of Cordell Volson. And Cordell's a starting guard now for the Cincinnati Bengals and started as a, as a rookie. He's very similar to what I saw Cordell in high school. Cordell was at a school of about, I don't know, maybe 20 kids uh, in a class or something. And I see a lot of similarities, and that's what I know Ryle saw as well. And, and I won't play the clip, but I mentioned it, and I asked Coach Kleiman about this, just about the height and weight of these guys. Obviously, they're going with more length. They wanted more height with these offensive linemen in the class than exactly what they get. I mean, two guys are 6'7", one is 6'8". Mm-hmm. I mean, you got some really tall, big guys that are just – extremely physical but just to me once again I see Cade Massey as that one guy if I had to pick one just one he'll be the one to emerge as the future captain of the team future top guy 
Uh, so hopefully I didn't jinx anything. But to <laughs> me, he's a future leader. All right, with that, we transition into Michael Massey. He is the head coach of the Linden Tigers, who coached Caden Massey uh, to a state championship and a 13-0 record this past season, beating Wallace, or, uh, Wichita County in blowout fashion. He is the uncle as well to Caden Massey. I got to speak with Coach Massey earlier today. Well, Coach, first of all, thank you for joining us here on the game. Winning a state championship with Linden, first year as a head coach, going 13-0 and and beating Wichita County in the state championship game. That first year as a head coach had to be an absolute thrill. Yeah, it's, it was exciting. Um, exciting for our kids that have worked so hard for it. Um, exciting for the community, you know, being the first one in school history. So you know, it was a special year, a very fun year, and, um, you know, I just didn't mess things up, and the, and the kids took care of business, so it, it was fun. Well, Coach, let's talk about Caden Massey, 6'8", 270-pound offensive lineman out of Linden, Kansas. You coached him, obviously, this last season. He's been a four-year letter winner for the Tigers. First thing that stands out to me, no doubt about it, is his height. He's the tallest player for the recruiting class, and now he's a cat for the 2024 class he signed earlier today. You've known him since he was real little, of course. When did he just shoot up in height? Was there a growth spurt in high school? Was he six foot by kindergarten? How did that all take place? It's pretty been pretty steady growth. You know, Caden was probably you know, six, three or so as an eighth grader. Um, and he just kind of continued, continued to grow. And, you know, his, his mom is, is six, two. So, um, you know, that's where he gets the majority of his height from. And, and he's always been a tall kid. Um, but he just continued to grow when, when others didn't. And, you know, you have him at, at six, eight, two seventy. he's probably more like six, eight, two ninety now. So he's put on weight and he can, he can hold weight and, um, and, and carries it really, really well. Well, tell me over the years, just what has impressed you about Caden's game as he's been getting older, he's a four-year letter winner, and now he lands at a at K-State to play Division One football. Where has he really grown the most over those four years? You know, just the understanding of the game probably is, is his biggest growth. Um, you know, obviously the footwork and the strength and the weight room and all that stuff has, has developed as well. Um, but just his knowledge of the game and, and understanding of, of concepts has gotten better. And it, it will need to continue, obviously, to get better going to the next level. But, you know, he's he's improved on that area a lot, and, and, and that's probably been his biggest growth. And I'm sure, you know, kids have looked up to him over the years, you know, not only with height, but just his, his leadership. What kind of leader is he for your team? Caden's a good leader, you know, especially with our, our offensive linemen. And, and defensive linemen, for that matter, at all, our level, they play both ways. But, you know, he, he's done a good job of leading those kids. And, um, you know, we have some other kids that, that do a great job of leading as well, and he, he, he figures out how to follow them as well. So, you know, it's, it's not all about leadership at times. It's about being able to figure out um, where, where you fit with the team. And, and Caden's done that well at times, as you know, along with, with being a leader. So, um, you know, he, he, he works hard and, and, and tries to lead by example. And, and that goes a long way. Linden head coach Michael Massey joins us here on the game as we talk Caden Massey, the 6'8 offensive lineman from Linden High School, part of the K-State 2024 football recruiting class. So I notice he, he plays a lot of sports. He's a state champion weightlifter. He plays basketball um, and also is on the track and field team as he throws discus and shot put. How would you explain his athletic ability for a guy that's that big? How agile is he? For a guy of his size, he, he's pretty agile, and, it, and it's honestly, um, he, he's only going to get better with it too. It, it, it's gotten better just in the last, you know, couple years, um, and it, I think it's just going to continue. Of, you know, with the college weight program and, and agility program, um, it, it's just going to get better. But for his size, he moves really, really well, and you know that's what attracted um, so many recruiters and, and stuff to him. Is, is you know, 
you might be able to find a few guys his size, not 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 a lot. I mean, that's just rare. Um, but then to have the ability to move um, as well as he does is, is is special, and and hopefully that you know, uh, along with his work ethic, can can you know bring some good things to Kansas State, and and maybe he can he can play after that. We've known him since he's a baby. Is it, is he coming from a K State family? <laughs> well, funny you say that because during recruiting we tried to kind of hide that a little bit. But yeah, <laughs> you know my parents, his grandparents. Um, graduated from Kansas State. Um, his other uncle um, graduated from Kansas State actually through the Javelin there. Um, back when it was the Big Eight, he got second in the Big Eight a couple times from the Javelin. So, you know, we, we've always been Kansas State people. Um, we're excited that, you know, he's going to Kansas State and, and, and kind of a family thing. So it's been exciting. Well, ever since he, he picked K-State, I, I was just so excited for K-State football in the future because I know how talented he is he's the, the ranking's been kind of up and down but if you look at all the recruiting sources he has for a long time been one of the best players in the state of Kansas for the 2024 class but what's so interesting and well about him is he's going to be coming from eight-man football to play big 12 11-man football uh, this question was asked to coach Kleiman at the press conference I thought this would be a good question to ask you is if you have a thought or two about the transition that he'll be making from eight-man to K-State football, and if that could be tough or if you think he's the type of kid that can really pick up easily with it? Well, I, you know, again, eight-man football is a different different type of deal. And actually, it probably, you know, is harder for Caden to do that because it's more space and he has, you know, has to be able to move. And he's he's learned learned that a little bit. And, you know, we've, we've only done it for two years. But, you know, especially this year, he learned how to break down a little bit more and, and lock onto a block instead of just, you know, trying to run over people. Um, so, you know... I don't know that there'll be a huge, huge difference in the fact of, you know, I, I think in 11 man, there's, you know, a little tighter spaces and he, that, that probably benefits him a little bit more um, than it is in eight man football when it's a little bit more wide open and he has to, he has to try to, you know, block in space and stuff like that. And then, and that'll improve as he, you know, gets to work with, with coach Riley and, 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 you know, the Kansas state staff, I think obviously it'll improve and, and, and he, he'll, he'll make, be able to make that, that transition. I think. Well, like I said earlier, as soon as he committed and he was going to become a cat, he shot to the top of my list and he has stayed at the top of my list of the most excited about to see out of the high school ranks to come to K-State and play for the Cats. I know no doubt about it, he is going to be the future of that offensive line for K-State. But Coach Massey, I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to speak to me about Caden. Really appreciate it and uh, best of luck to Linden High School next year. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. Once again, that is uh, Linden High head coach Michael Massey as we spoke about the future Cornelius Lucas in Kate Massey. Mm. Mm-hmm. Let's take a break. When we come back, uh, we're going to touch more, of course, on the offensive signees. Let's go to running back next on the game. The 2024 K-State football recruiting special continues here on the game. Talking offense here in hour number one. Hour number two, we'll have two segments with K-State football director of recruiting. Taylor Bratt will kick that off coming up at 510. We now transition into running back. Running back's an interesting situation. DJ Giddens is your guy. He is a junior. And then after him on the roster, you have three freshmen. Joe Jackson, who's a retro freshman. you got a couple of trues. In Devon Rice and John Price, Rice, Price, Price, Rice. The Price is Rice. <laughs> yes, the Price is Rice. Uh, you know, cats could add another one. I wouldn't be surprised if they do, but we'll, we'll we'll get there if that if that does take place. But right now, let's focus on the two cats 
That's signed earlier today. John J.B. Price, 5'11", a buck 90, out of uh, Blue Valley High School, and he's uh, from Overland Park, Kansas, three-star recruit. Uh, he has been named the 12th best all-purpose back in the nation by Rivals. Rivals also has him, along with ESPN, as the second best player out of the state of Kansas. Rushed for nearly 2,000 yards, 20 touchdowns in his last two seasons at the high school level, plus 35 catches, 250 in the air, and also four more scores. So to me, there's a couple of differences between him and Devon Rice. One of them is speed. Um... And another one is playmaking ability out of the passing game. Um, but I will say what I do like about Price is, and this is something that I know Coach B.A., Brian Anderson, is going to love because this is one of the hardest things to teach. John Price is ahead of the game for me in a couple of things. Patience and vision. Um, and I And I tell you what, you know, I think where John Price will be head of the game in this in this class for the running backs and also against Joe Jackson is his vision. Um, it, it, it's next level. His patience is a very tough thing to teach. Running backs at this level, they just, you know, when they're green, they just want to attack and get that mm-hmm. burst and get that big play. You know, patience is a very hard thing to teach, but he has it. That will not be an issue when he comes to campus in the summer. Now, Devon Rice, we talked about him the other day, 5'9", buck 80, three stars out of Las Vegas, Nevada, from Bishop Gorman High School. Now, this kid is also the real deal. This is one of the flips that we talked about previously. Previously committed to Hawaii, and that was over the summer. Now, since the offseason, he has flipped, and he is coming to K-State. He is regarded as the 66th best linebacker in the class of 2024, uh, also, ESPN says that he is the fifth best overall player in the state of Nevada. He played at Bishop Gorman High School. That is a high school that just pumps out the Power Five talent. I mean, he won three state championships this past year. They are the number one team in the nation at the high school level. And what a year he had. I mean, well, really, what a career he had. I mean, last year... Um, 1,600 yards, 25 touchdowns. I checked that back. That's his career. 1,600 yards, 25 touchdowns. And he also hauled in 19 catches for 350 and seven scores. He is the first K-State signee out of the state of Nevada since, how about this, 1989. His dad plays at, he played at BYU. He was a legendary defensive back there and then went to the NFL. His brother right now is also at BYU. So it's interesting that BYU really didn't have a shot at the end of the day he flips from Hawaii to K-State. Now, here's where I feel that Devon Rice is actually ahead of the game than John Price right now, and there's a couple of things. One, he went to Bishop Gorman High School. That is a, that's a school mm-hmm. that, I mean, they, they take it so seriously that he is going to be body ready. He's going to be college ready. He's also going to show up in the, in, the, in the second semester here. He's going to show up in the spring. John Price will not. So... Devon Rice is going to have that edge. What I mentioned earlier about John Price is that John does have the patience, the balance. He has the vision. Doesn't necessarily have that burst. Doesn't necessarily have the speed necessarily, although he's fast. Don't get me wrong. He's fast. But he's not as fast as Devon Rice. 
Rice has the speed that you like in a 5'9 back with a 4440 at a high school. I mean, that is very, 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 very good. Um, plus, he is more prepared to probably step on the field, of course, before Price. Mm-hmm. Not just in a running ability, but also the pass catching ability. He was more used in the pass catching at his high school than John Price was at Blue Valley. So he is going to have an edge over John Price. Uh, heading into this 2024 season, I mean, but does he play right away? There's a possibility. I think there is. It just we'll see how it plays out. All right, let's take our next break. We finish the hour with wide receivers. Next, it is a 2024 K State football recruiting special on K Man. 2024 K-State football recruiting special continues here on the game. We continue to run through the recruits that K-State signed earlier today. Two wide receiver. I'm going to touch more on the one I'm excited for the most over the yonder. Over the other. other. There we go. Trey Davis is my favorite of the group out of the two. The wide receiver is 6'1", 173 stars out of Croup, Texas. He is a flip from Washington State. He received four stars from On3 and ESPN, but the composite ranking has him as still a three-star, even though he's getting uh, four stars from two of the major four recruiting sources. Um, You know, not going to really touch on the recruiting part of that, but I will say he's the 279th best overall prospect in the nation by On3. Set 12 school records, including uh, season and career marks, not just in receptions, but also as a return guy. And I like the possibility of getting creative with him because not only has his re- ability as a returner, like he can take it to the house and kick from punt returns, and he has done so many times in his career. But if his Twitter bio is correct, he might, he's the fastest player on the on the roster. 4.3140. Hmm. Now, again, it's his Twitter bio. Sure. Maybe he got there. I'm not sure, but if he did, my God, is this kid a speedster. <laughs> Get him the football. Let him return kicks. This might be the cure to our uh, special teams woes that we've I, had. I, I'm looking forward to the races between Barnett, Avery Johnson, and Davis. And I apologize. I should have looked up again the pronunciation earlier, but I believe it's Jaquez Spradley Demps. 61295, three stars out of Jarrell, Texas, out of Weiss High School, previously committed to North Texas. He is the 276th best prospect of the class of 2024, 46th best wide receiver in the class as well. 109 catches for five, make that 1,500 yards and 19 touchdowns in three seasons. But what puts him over Trey Davis is that he is a guy that will go up and make a catch. He is very good in contested territory. If it's single coverage, double coverage, he has won many double coverage catches in his career. So that is compliments to he goes high, he catches with his hands, and he brings it down. So I'm not saying I like one over the other just because he's just all around much better player. They're both very good. Some are a little bit better in areas than the others, but it's Bradley Dempsey's hands. We take our hour break as we have reached the top of the hour, when we come back, we're going to be joined by K-State Director of Football Recruiting, Taylor Bratt, for two segments. Plus, we'll get into the defensive players as well. You're listening to the 2024 K-State Football Recruiting Special on the game.